And you know, it's like as soon as I start recording, I hear somebody come and in the door. Go. I hear somebody <laughs> come in the door. I think it's Chardonnay. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the Board Game Snobs. I'm your host. This time I'm not lonely. This time I have listener and, and new virtual friend, Brandon Haynes. Hello, everyone. Good afternoon, Gabby. Good afternoon. Heir to the Haynes fortune? No, Must be not nice. even close. I wish. Oh, I had like 1% of that money. I know. Uh, $3.74 billion, the Haynes did fortune. You, I looked <laughs> did it you up. look this up? I looked it up just to make sure. Just in case you were, I wanted to befriend you and make sure we're in good together. <laughs> I need some new microphones. A new, Actually, we need a new laptop. So, Haynes, I, it's like Haynes is like underwear and uh, casual leisure wear. A, a clothing brand, yes, but it is H A N E S. I am H A I N E S. Well, it's, it's that it's I been, that separates me. It's been good talking fortune. to you, Brandon. I thought I had someone else on. All right. Well, yeah, <laughs> good talking to you. Thanks a lot for having me. But that's better than Brandon Fruit of the Loom because they're only oh. worth eight hundred and thirty-five million. I love that you looked this up. I have never actually looked it up. That's fantastic. <laughs> Here I was. I have banter prepared, and you already got banter. But I should have known you'd be prepared with banter. Oh no! I'm I I I I've always got stuff like logged away, screen caps, jotted down. But then you know, rarely do we ever get to it. But yeah, I was uh, I was curious. I just of course I uh, of course I I know how your last name is spelled. But I was thinking, well, there's Haynes and there's Fruit of the Loom, and like that's it. As far as underwear, I mean, I'm I sure there's, I'm sure there's like higher end stuff, but for us common folk that shop at Walmart, I mean, I guess you might have some great, is there a great value underwear? Maybe. <laughs> a generic, a Possibly. generic brand, uh, <laughs> off brand. I, I don't know if you want off brand underwear. Already used, perhaps oh, underwear. Second, second hand. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can find that, I'm sure. But the disparity between Hanes, 3.74 billion and Fruit of the Loom at 835. And the only reason I have that is because someone bought Hanes uh, Fruit of the Loom back in 2002 for cash. 835 million cash. I, yeah. Can you I'm imagine? Probably some weird foreign conglomerate that we'd never heard of. Well, now it says Berkshire purchased, whoever that is. Berkshire no idea. purchased Fruit of the Loom for $835 million cash. Yeah, they filed for bankruptcy. So. <laughs> Apparently, Haynes is doing something so that, that Fruit of so the Loom is not. My namesake is winning. Your is namesake is winning. It, it, I'm it, winning the underwear battles. <laughs> Battle of the Ruse. <laughs> so, I guess we should uh, introduce you somewhat. Brandon is a listener of the show. Some time ago, we were having on rando listeners. That's how we do things here on the Board Game Snobs when we don't have anyone else to talk to. Just sure. You want to come on the show, come on the show. And you send in your email 
and you said you had a blue Yeti. That's our only requirement, a microphone. <laughs> but even at that, uh, let's see, who was it? Uh, Tyler from Chicago, he didn't have a microphone. Denva, she didn't have a microphone. So computer sound, it works. It's just, you know, it's not as good on the old ears, and I'm an audiophile. And since I'm the editor, like I'm especially, like Jerry's like, nobody can hear that. Nobody can hear this. Nobody knows what you're talking. I'm like, I hear it. I hear the difference between this and that. But, you know, he's probably right. For the most part, most people are like, oh, sounds good to me. But I appreciate the microphone. Well, I had a brilliant idea at one point that I was going to try and do a podcast. And then I realized how much freaking work it is. No. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I will I will happily go on somebody else's podcast and let them deal with all of the nonsense and you can go from there. Well, you do meet the criteria of a middle-aged white male, so you should. <laughs> you should start one. Uh, no way. Too much time, too much work, too much. It time. is a lot of, it is a lot of work that goes unappreciated. But you know, it's okay. It's <laughs> I okay. appreciate value. I appreciate that. There. All right, so let's get a little bit more. (laughs) No, well, I had one. Speaking of which, we had uh, since I begged for emails on my lonely podcast. You know that's not pathetic, is it? No, I got a chuckle out of it. You brought me some joy, so (laughs) there you go. I I wanted to get. I listened to it shortly before this just to make sure I was all All caught up. (laughs) Uh, Andrew Jack is from where's he saying? Looks like Aotearia. New Zealand, him and his wife listened to us and uh, said that he appreciated bring them. We give them some laughs. So that was very nice to hear from him as well as Sam Rulo, another frequent emailer listener. And this one, I'm not sure I've heard. Uh, he says, I don't think he's emailed before. Joe Aguayo, a fellow half Chilean board game brother. So that was nice to hear from him. So a few people emailed in at my desperate plea for attention. And then I said, you know, that's, we got, uh, that was only a 20 minute solo podcast. Nobody likes those. So I emailed Brandon, texted Brandon, messaged Brandon and said, would you mind coming on the show? Brandon, you is in charge of our snobopedia. Uh, He's got a long way to go. In charge of. (laughs) Kind of been slacking here lately, but that's okay since it's free labor. Oh my gosh. (laughs) That's true. Episode, I just wrapped episode 26. So I'm about, what is that? One one fourth? (laughs) One fourth of the way? No, God. About 200 more episodes to go. You're good. You're good. You're good. If you would just stop putting out content. I know. I I try. I'd catch up. You know what? I'll, I'll we'll stop. We'll take a six month hiatus. I don't know if the listeners would like that. I don't think they would. And then they no, would just so. they would just disappear, and then we'd have to start from scratch again because that's how fickle listeners are. They just move on to the next best thing. You got to you got to be hot. You got to be on it. You got be... <laughs> to stay. Hey, remember me every week. Every week. Every week. <laughs> got to remind them we're still here. But hopefully, we are recording this. Wednesday, June something, 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 28, 29. Yes, sure. And uh, Saturday, we have a game day prepared since this is a holiday weekend. Jerry's coming over. He got in. We got an email from Sam McDonald of Chaos Order and Circadian's First Light saying, would y'all like, would you like to play my game? We said, yes, sir. We most certainly would, sir. Please and thank you. So we'd be playing Chaos Order this weekend. Hopefully, if Jerry learns the rules. And I ordered Carnegie. Is, is Chaos sort of the follow-up to Circadians, or is it an expansion? It's not an expansion. That's what Jerry thought it was. It has the same artwork. I think it's in the same quote-unquote universe. 
Mm-hmm. Has the same artwork, but it's a completely different game. Okay. It's just a, its own separate deal. You know, I guess people might say spiritual successor. I don't know. But I, don't, sure. I think it's more of a, a area control type game. But Jerry said he looked it up real quick on BGG, and it's like a four on the weight scale, which is ridiculously heavy, apparently. And like more than brass. So I don't know. It, it's just now kind of getting out there and getting played. So hopefully we can bring you the definitive review. And you said Carnegie or Carnegie, Car- depending on how you want to say it. Carnegie, Carnie. I don't know. Carnegie. I always said Carnegie Hall, but I think it's the same fellow, right? I honestly is, I have no idea. What or is Carnegie that his is. first and last name? Is his first name Carnegie, his last name Hall? <laughs> but then it would be Carnegie Hall Hall. Carnegie Hall Squared, perhaps. <laughs> I think it's just I think his name maybe it's I think it's Andrew. It's Andrew Carnegie. Andrew Carnegie, sure. Let's That's, go with that. That sounds good. I'm not to gonna me. fact check yet. Buster. Somebody else. I'd might. laugh if his name was Buster, like Buster Carnegie. That would be even better. <laughs> <laughs> Bubba Carnegie. I would love to there have a person you go. like that. But anyway, okay, we got off a little bit. So Brandon, tell us a little bit about yourself as uh, you can go personal life, game-wise, whatever you want to come out with first out of the box. You and I, Gabby, are actually a lot uh, alike. I think we're both in our mid-40s. I actually started, I'll just go kind of the board gaming route just because, I don't know, it's a board game podcast, but uh, mostly. Uh, <laughs> Sometimes. Um I kind of started gaming when I was a kid, got into things like I, I vividly remember you. We've talked about this a little bit. Dark Tower, the original was one of the first board games I ever played uh, that I can vividly remember, but also the the lives, the monopolies and whatever. And then I kind of got into college, uh, just decided to go into random bookstores and buy weird, random, whatever I could find sort of games that I thought were interesting. So I think way back then i picked up something called beer money which was a card game uh past the pigs ninja versus ninja uh which is probably one of the oldest games i still own is ninja v ninja which is a lovely little abstract two-player move pieces around sort of chess style game uh and then it just kind of spiraled out of control from there and I, I don't think I have a whole lot in my collection comparatively to some other big names. I, I, I'm clocking in right around a hundred uh, in the collection and I really need to call because uh, I'm running out of space. I don't have enough space anymore. I think a hundred um, is reasonable. Yeah, I think so too. Honestly, that seems to be, I, I think you get up into the 300 range or something like that. It's just like, and then you, when you, you have time, you're when you not, have time to play. Yeah, you're not playing those over and over. You got right. games you haven't played in years at that point. Oh, absolutely. I, I had a big thing at the end of the year last year where I realized that I had not played a ton of games on my shelf. And we just we made it a point not necessarily to play stuff that we wanted to play or that we liked, but instead to just start playing games that we hadn't played before. And let me tell you, there were some real stinkers in there and some <laughs> some pretty good winners. Stuff you had on your shelf? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Basically the shelf of what opportunity, shame, whatever you want to call it. But it was just stuff that hadn't been played. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I like to I like to get those played. Uh from the from the board game snob perspective, as Gobby said, I'm I kind of started doing this thing called the snobopedia. Uh I wanted to put together and give back to the podcast a little bit, which is basically just a 
rambling on of, of what you guys talk about in the episodes uh, and when. So time stamping everything for y'all so that if somebody wants to know, did the board game snobs talk about space base? You can find an episode in which they talk about it. We did not. And let, <laughs> you haven't talked about space. That base. would be it's that's game. it's too close to uh, say it's too close. It's, it's Machi Koro, basically, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's a better Jerry, Jerry despised Machi uh, Koro. I'm he, sure that's on my list somewhere of Jerry. He <laughs> laid down. He We were playing Machi Karo, and he laid down on the bench, closed his eyes in a rage at Machi Karo. <laughs> I've never seen him act like that before. Now, which does Jerry hate more, Splendor or Machi Karo? Uh, see, <sighs> he did not act that way when we played Splendor. I'll say that. He talks trash about Splendor. But as of recently, we he played that Red Rising, which he says he hated more than Splendor. Yep. Uh, but he, I've never seen him act like he did, like he did with Machikoro. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't a fan of Machikoro. I dumped that one off. But Space Base, we found it's pleasant. It's it's not. Do the you still game roll a die and take an action based on the die roll? That's that is essentially what That's you're doing. Okay. But you're the the big difference in with space space is the opponents are paying attention to what's being rolled because you can get stuff on other people's turns. So that's sort of the 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 hook, if you will. But you could do that in Machi Karo. Can you? No. Oh, all right. Yeah. Well, then I guess it's it had the it had the red negative effects where oh you're, now I'm you're going to take my penny, but there were also good effects like hey I rode this you can get a this. I'm uh, pretty yeah, sure. Well, then that's I haven't played Machi Koro in a long time. But yeah, uh, so that's kind of my background. I, I've, I'm a convention goer. Uh, I think I was kind of looking at, I went to Gen Con a couple times. I've been to Origins, Dice Tower Con West, uh, BGG, and PAX Unplugged. So You've been to BGG. Ones. I went to BGG uh, West in fall of 19. 19- 20. There, there is no BGG West. You talking about Dice Tower? Oh, no, it was BGG. It's just, I'm thinking Dice Tower West. I'm Did you fly into DFW Airport? Yes, sir. Okay, well, we actually flew into Dallas, I think. Uh, yeah, because there's two of them. Because there's DFW and then there's Dallas, right? Dallas Love Field, yeah. But Dallas, for, for I was going to ask you, so BGG, the one that they just happened, Spring, mm-hmm. that was at DFW. Yeah, that... That one is still at the DFW Hyatt Regency. Okay. Uh, the airport. It it's all was at like a Hyatt in Dallas. That was that was that one. Uh BGG Spring is still at the airport. The BGG proper, that's the one they moved to a different location in Dallas. And it's a it is a nicer hotel. Uh, I believe there might be a few more things around it because the airport, once you go to the airport, you're just locked in and it's, and it's, huh? I I was just going to say, to be quite honest, I didn't think there was a whole lot of stuff around where BGG was in fall. You, it felt like you had to walk a fairly good distance to get to any kind of restaurant bar or anything outside of the hotel. Yeah, that's probably, yeah, it's, I mean, neither location is primo as far as. Uh, going out, you go to BGG to stay there and play games. You're locked in pretty, pretty much. much. I would agree. Yeah. Uh, Did they bring the entire library? Do they bring the entire library with them? Yeah. Yeah. I, as far as I know, because it looked just like it always has. It's huge. Um, but we like BGG spring. However, there it's twofold. 
BGG Spring being smaller, it's easier to get in. It's easier to move around. You're not fighting for spaces. Uh, it's more subdued. Me and Jerry, actually, we said this on the podcast. We were like, actually, it was kind of slow. It was kind of slow. But mm-hmm. if you know the games you're going to play, uh, you can go in there. You can play all the games you want. But it is a little bit slow. Whereas BGG is quite, I, I don't know if it's double the size, but it's it's a good deal bigger. There's more things going on, uh, more, you know, big games taking place. And like in the evenings in BGG, you can go down and play Werewolf. You can play Two Rooms in a Boom. You can play all kinds. Like you can, you can stay up all night, basically, at regular BGG. And there's something going on. And there's way, way, way more vendors. There's actually a hall of vendors. BGG Spring, there was literally maybe 10 things there. And half of them were board game geek related. Uh, there was <laughs> there was like no vendors. You don't go to so B- you don't go to BGG Spring to buy new games. You go there just to play and take advantage of their library. Did you did you play stuff that you knew? I, I mean, I listened to the episode, but I didn't know if you had played stuff that you knew or that was new to you. This time we did both because there were listeners that wanted to play with us. So gotcha. like we taught. Uh, barrage to Chasson. We uh, met up with Lindsay and Eric and we played Godfather. Uh, then Lindsay left and we did learn Beyond the Sun with Eric. And uh, But we had a little bit more of both this one because okay. we were playing with listeners. All the others we've ever been to, we've only played new stuff. Oh, okay. How do you find getting the new stuff and then going through rule books and then sitting down to play? That is something I've, I've found at these cons. I very much want to play new stuff, yeah. but whenever I've grabbed new stuff, there's always that, well, I got to get the rule book out and go through it and trying to figure it out. And then you never play it right because you're going to screw something. Oh up. God. Yes. <laughs> uh, we played, uh, what did we play? There was, we, there was some, several games that we played. Oh, Paris. We played Paris wrong twice, <laughs> but uh, it was still good. I still enjoyed it. This is why I love Jerry. What happens is he will write down the list of games we want to play. He will research them. He will learn the rules before we get there. He will consult the rule book, but he generally knows what we're going to play. That's impressive. Then from there, like what we're going to play, like say we get there whatever day for the next day. We pick up the game we want to start with the next day. He'll take it into the room, read the rule book that night, and then we're ready to go. Jerry's the man for that. Like, I, I despise doing that. And I'm terrible at it. Like, I, if I'm tired or anything, just forget it. I'm just laying in bed, drinking, watching TV. Like, that's all I'm good <laughs> for. But Jerry can sit there and he enjoys, he's one of those guys that enjoys reading rule books. I, I, I can't comprehend that. That's not me, but that he does it for pleasure. Well, God bless him. Cause I, I read, <laughs> I think two or three rule books on the way to BGG fall. And when I got there, forget it. It was as if I hadn't read anything. It didn't matter. Cause it's, it just could not, I couldn't keep it straight in my brain. So Good for him. That's yeah. that's awesome. I'm very glad to hear that. So, uh, I, you have a certain uh, toned. Uh, I don't know what the word. Your voice. What? what where are you from? 
originally i was i'll dox myself that's all right uh born and raised in eastern pennsylvania <laughs> we love to dox people on this podcast yeah I, i've heard uh i was born and raised in eastern pa so i it's sort of a east coasty okay. pennsylvania dutch you, maybe you sound you sound like somebody i've heard is it has anyone told you you sound like somebody no? I don't think I've ever been told that. I think the only thing I've ever really been told is that I slightly resemble Adam Savage from Mythbusters. Oh, <laughs> I do see that. Can you, can you see I, it? Now? I see that. I, yes. I, 100%. I had, a, I, I had a boss of mine at one time who took a picture of Adam Savage and me and put them together kind of like this <laughs> and, and said, who's who? <laughs> Okay, yeah. Your voice is I'm gonna Jerry if Jerry listens, he might know, but your voice sounds I don't know what like why? Why does your voice how can a stranger's voice sound familiar? I don't know, but it does. I have absolutely no idea. I have not been on sporadically bored yet. <laughs> Yo. Dan, if you're listening, no. <laughs> I can't imagine can't imagine Jan You can, ha- like you can have Brandon the- well, one of these times when Mike is busy, you can have Dan uh Brandon on in a pinch. <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> uh, but I, I would say, uh, Brand Dan, what's the deal with that spelling? That's a great question. Here's the story I know. So I, it is B-R-A-N-D-A-N, which is a very odd spelling of Brandon. Um, as far as I know, my priest, went, before I was born, my parents were going to do the O-N version. And my priest said, nope, the Eastern Catholic version of this is A-N. Wow. That's the story I was told. I'm going to have to ask my, my parents <laughs> next time I talk to them. Interesting, Brandan. Brandan. There's yeah, very I was, few. I've I've looked it up. I've tried to find other Brandon Haineses just for grins, just to see. I've only ever found one, which is kind of fun. I oh uh, uh, yeah, I was looking at I was looking at Brand. Uh, I googled Brandon Haines, but apparently they were oh. dons. Oh, I was looking okay, at. Good. And and I sent an email. There's a Brandon Haynes somewhere that has an email from Board Game Snobs inviting him onto the podcast, but it's the wrong Brandon. <laughs> Brandon eighteen. Brandon has an email from oh. us. Uh, if he jumps in, I mean that'd be fun. <laughs> Please like, respond. Like, what are you? What do you want from me? <laughs> Please respond. So fortunately, you were available. What do you do for work? If you don't mind me asking. I do not. I am a, my official job title is lead systems administrator, which is a fancy way of saying I take care of computers. <laughs> okay. That's I, 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 I could go into I details about my job and people go, <laughs> it's just forget it. So I've learned to just say, I, I take care of computers. I should never have asked. That is that what question. I do. Well, that's good. You know what? Truck driving is boring too. So it's okay. You know, and you know what, you know what I've always wondered and it's, I don't know if it's a sad state of affairs of the world or not, but when people say, tell me a little bit about yourself. And the first thing they start talking about is their job. Like, is that, I mean, I know there are people. Okay. If you're Neil Armstrong, sure. I was the first man that s- set foot on the moon. I'm an astronaut. I can see identifying your job with your identity, but I- I've done it before too, though. They're like, so tell me about a little bit about yourself. And People seem to start off with what they do for work. I wonder why that is. That is a really good point. I think I would start with, well, I'm a systems administrator for XXX. I won't dox my company. How about that? (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'm Googling you Um, right now. I mean, (laughs) it's it's out there, so it's not a big deal. But uh, 
Yeah, I would. I would probably say I'm a systems administrator for whatever company I've worked for, but I I have worked there for 23 years, so it's a very large part of who years, I am. Really? Yeah, I, I I got I got the job right out of high right school. Out of college. Almost. Good grief! And look at you sticking with the company. So, the longest I've I, ever worked for a company is five years. Really? Uh, that seems to be the average. And to be fair, I did to take be fair. a four month. To be fat, thank you. Uh, <laughs> a letter kitty aficionado, I see. Good. Uh, I did take a four-month break from my job uh, back in 19. Things kind of went off the rails, and I took a four-month uh, hiatus, if you will. That's called a sabbatical. That's called a sabbatical. Yeah, it, it, it's a blip. I refer to it as the blip. Uh, I took, but effectively, I've been there 23 years. So yeah. I, I think it is a huge part of who you are. Uh, at least for me, it is. Um, if I were to go into it, like, so if they said, well, what are your hobbies? I obviously say board games. Yeah, and video see, games that's and what I was thinking. It's like when people ask, okay, let me, two things. Let me regard your blip. I was driving, when I, when I said the longest I worked for a company was five years, there's a blip in there <laughs> that I leave for, out. For the Walmart. Of resume. No, no. This was for oh. my previous trucking job before this one. Uh, I worked for them for like, three years and that's the job that they just ran us to. as truck drivers we get ran to the bone we work 70 mm -hmm. hours a week they push you push you push you you're working they you gotta we want you out of here by five o'clock in the morning that means i gotta wake up at four o'clock just to start my day and then you don't get home till six o'clock i did that for three years i was burnt out i went to a call center i was like you know what i'm out of here I'm going to find another job and there's a place here in our hometown. You know, the first hint is they're always hiring. <laughs> Never go there. It's a call center. Oh my God. It, I was working for some insurance company for elderly people, like supplemental. And I had to read the script and what's your Medicare A and your Medicare B. And so I, after a little bit of that, I just, and getting chewed out, like customer service, you're just there to get chewed out. So I was like, I called, <laughs> I don't know if you've ever made this phone call, perhaps not with your job, but the old, uh, Hey, mind if I come back? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, sure. Come on back. Uh, they were, they were pretty nice about it. Of course, you know, when I quit, I was, I didn't like saying I'm out of here. I was like, Hey, I think I found another job. Turned in my two weeks notice, the whole full meal deal. And they're like, you know, if you're going to go better yourself, we don't blame you for that. Blah, blah, blah. And of course, truck driving is a desperate, uh, industry. Like they're always needing truck drivers. So they gladly took me back at my old job. Then I quit again and started this other job. Uh, no, actually I went to Walmart then I started my other job. So, yeah. So, when people ask me, what do I do? I don't really like to talk about my what I do for a living. <laughs> it's not my first go-to. You know, tell me a little bit about yourself. So, But really, tell me a little bit about yourself. Your job doesn't tell me anything about you. That's your <sighs> job. Like, well, of course, I guess... It's hard to get to know somebody unless you talk to them for a long time. That's that's why I hate that question. It's, I despise... It's so stupid. You know, interviews... All those stupid questions they ask in interviews drive me. And tell us a little bit about yourself. What are your positives? What are your negatives? Because, hey, that could all, it's all bull crap. The person, oh, it's just the smoothest talker is going to get the job. I could be way a better person. I could be way more qualified, but they're going to hire whoever is the best talker. And I'm not a good talker. I'm not. But thus, thus you're, not, you're not a good talker and thus, you have a podcast. That's <laughs> have you my, thought about that? That's my truck driving. 
I think it's just about having about a, a, a 30 second elevator pitch of who you are, which yeah. I, I would always hit where I was born, where I went to college, where I work and, and kind of what I'm into. I, I give a very short overview. And then as you get to know each other and talk more about it, you try to find common ground. Right. No. I know. I know you've talked a lot in the past about having some social anxiety, right? Oh, God, yes. Was, but at a at a con, I'm curious when, when those folks came up to you, you said it was the first time that people had come up to you and said, Hey, snobs, I know who you are. Were you able to interact with them without issue? Did you have any, any problems or qualms there? I'm curious. I, I, I'm, I'm always, no, I did not. I'm very grateful. I'm like, Hey, how are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And in fact, and that you said that, uh, I can't find her email at the moment. Lindsay of Lindsay and Eric. She emailed us after meeting us at uh, BGG Spring, and she said something very nice. Oh, here, here it is. She said, Gabby, you're totally a people person. I don't know why you have an, any anxiety in social settings. You have a very friendly presence. And like that was like the nicest thing anybody could say. I was like, a friendly presence? That is like, that like set me at ease because... You know, when you meet your, especially being on the podcast and, you know, we have a certain repertoire in the podcast, me and Jerry, and we just talk about crazy. So if you meet us, you're not going to hear the podcast. Right. And I think that's what people anticipate or in my mind, that's what I would, you know, you, I want to hear y'all like you're on the podcast, but we're not podcasting. We're playing games, but fortunately they did get to see us interact playing games. Uh, Jerry was hollering at me. I was hollering at Jerry. So there was a little bit of that still. But as far as meeting, you know, Lindsay and Eric and Geoffrey and some of those others, I, I was, I, I'm super grateful. Just, you know, it's, it's just so weird. First of all, it's like, uh, thank you so much for listening and also coming up to us. That's like super awesome. Well, I think you guys are very genuine on the show. I, I, having listened for a while, I think you guys come off as very genuine and very honest and you are who you are on the show. Maybe a little bit animated, maybe a little bit more for the mic and for the <laughs> podcast, but at the, at the heart and core of it, I think you guys are pretty dang who you are. So if somebody's going to come up to you at a, at a convention, I think you're going to be exactly who you are on the show. I think you're going to get the podcast or I think you're going to get the here we go. Personalities. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and as, as a fan, I think you kind of just have to realize that people are people. People are normal people. No. I, If I ever see a major celebrity that I love or really like, I, I don't want to go up to them and be fawning over them or, or be like, oh, I loved you and so and so and so and so because they get that yeah. all the freaking time. I just feel like, hey, it's nice to meet you. And I really appreciate your body of work. I try to be very, very, I try to be very cool. Very cool. I'm very cool. Uh, give, <laughs> Brandon's give me a break. A cool a guy. <laughs> I'm very much not. Brandon Haynes. Cool <laughs> I like to guy. think that I am, but I'm very much not. No, yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, it's, 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 yeah. Well, main thing is just don't be a jerk. Just don't, 100%. you know, just, just be like, oh, hey, thanks. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Uh, and then from there, that's when it gets hard. Now, I was very appreciative. There was a, a Drew and Lorenzo. They're like, just want to say, listen to the show, like the show, just want to come and say hi. You say hi. Thanks for listening to the show. And if it goes beyond that, then you're like, so uh, what, am, what am 
gonna see what, what, what are we talking about now uh but they didn't do that they're like they they just they just took moved off along. moved along and i was i was like that was awesome that's great now if you want to set up and meet us and say like a Lindsay and eric like can we let's meet up play a game We're like perfect we'll play a game of course, in the gameplay, that's when you can get to know each other and set up, play the game, talk about the game, blah, blah, blah. And that's that's perfect, too. So and that's why the con is a great situation. And I did the same thing. I went up to uh, BGG 2019. I went up to the table. It was Jamie. It was Chad. It was uh, there was somebody else there. Anyway, it was a table full of, you know, quote unquote, like you said, board game personalities. And I was like, hey, just wanted to say, I, I listen to you guys. I, I know who you are. And, you know, uh, nice to meet you. Is and, Jamie and Chad, are they board game barrage? No, Jamie uh, of uh, Secret Cabal. Ah, okay. And Chad of Watch It Played and Pair of, uh, Marcer, pair of, Chad pair of Dice. Yeah. And there was someone else there, and now I can't remember who it was. But anyway, I was like, just nice to meet y'all. Thanks for, you know, all y'all do. Yeah. Just wanted to say hello. But, you know, if I had stayed there, it would have been super weird because I didn't have anything else to say to them. <laughs> that's like, that's the extent of what I can say to you. But, uh, yeah. I, I think a, a good, honestly, a good thing is the communities that are built around these shows. I happen, I got to plug them. I got to, I got to, the Brothers Murph, I am also uh, friends with and have gotten to know over the years. Um, they do a Twitch channel for board game streaming and they used to do, they do YouTube shorts and they've been around yeah. for a while. They're, uh, they, they're in with Paula and Matthew. Yes, they are. Um, and they they really started to build a community around themselves. And and so have you guys to kind of turn it back to the snobs. But with the, your Facebook yes, page and interacting with people, um, I think that's really what does it is just building that community and interacting back and forth and talking. And of course, you guys do the emails and read the emails. And actually, heck, I know I've sent one or two in that you guys have had an entire freaking episode on which as little old me meant the world. Like, honestly, it, it was really nice. So I know that when I, and I'm sure other people who have sent in emails and have talked to you appreciate when you acknowledge or respond because yeah. not everybody does that. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, I, I, just, I was emailing to podcasts and whenever they mentioned my name or read my email, you know, it's like, all right, I'm not just writing into this, a uh, black void of nothingness and they don't respond and acknowledge you. And it, it is nice. Of course, you know, if you get big enough, I understand it's like, there's no sure. way you could read all the emails and stuff, but uh, we ain't there yet. So I try to, uh, that's why I said, like, I, we need to have another episode of responding to emails because it's easy to get behind. And with Jerry being so busy and tied up, we get even further behind. So, uh, we may have to do an email episode when he comes back on and, but like I said, so hopefully this Saturday, uh, as let's see, I'm going to publish this ASAP. What is today? Wednesday. I may put this out Friday. Uh, this Saturday we'll have a couple, at least two or three new games to us played, hopefully record two or three podcasts together and be able to get back on the ball. But uh, Jerry's just got a lot going on. Supposedly it's going to settle down soon, but you know, I don't, I don't, 
I don't expect Jerry says lots of stuff, but <laughs> well, it's tough. You got you got real world responsibilities. Yeah. He is a healthcare hero. Did he move? He had to move. There's he's a lot going not, on. He he's he didn't have to move. He's building a house. Things are going very well for Jerry in the healthcare industry. Apparently, he's building a house. But to be fair, to be fair, he uh, does have two children. And the house that, you know, they're living in the house they bought as a couple. It's not big enough for two children. So, you know, you got to, you got to expand at some point. Something I would know about because I don't have children except for Shardae and uh, she was in the other room, but now she's moved out. You ha- you don't ha- you're not you're not a married man or anything. Right? I am not. No. I am I am a career bachelor. Career. As I like to say, <laughs> I have never been married, and yeah, but yeah. So career and bachelor, all I've freedom. got is one little dog back there. Oh, what's the dog's name? Well, you'll like this. A Treu. A Falcor. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> I know Artex I, I, though. Artex was the horse. Artex was the horse. I had, uh, unfortunately, he just, uh, I actually had a dog named Artex. Uh, oh, a Husky. that's right. I remember this. So RIP. Yeah. I, yes, that's right. He did, unfortunately, have to, he passed away at 14 years old. He was uh, one of the best dogs ever, but uh, I picked up a Treyu as a, as a lovely little uh, rescue dog last year. And he's, he's lovely. He's a wonderful little dog. So, so are that's you, all I got. Are you just a, a, a rabid fan of Never Ending Story? It was a movie that I grew up with that I was just absolutely enamored with. <laughs> Me too. So, yes. Me too. And, I loved, and, I was in love with that princess my whole youth. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever understand what name he says at the end? It's, uh, it's I feel like I've looked it up since then, but I couldn't tell you off the top I, of my head. Honestly, that's where I've looked it up to see. I, I, I knew we were kind of in the same age range when you started yeah. referencing Dragonheart and never ending story. Um, and like labyrinth and those kind of movies. Oh, yeah. That was my, that was my wheelhouse, man. That was my absolute wheelhouse. Do you know what he screams? Oh my gosh. Did, did In, you Google it into the nothing? I have not. I have not. Oh, okay. I try not to look at my phone ever since Dan has chided me. I will. I will Google it. So you what? don't have to. What's I, his I think name? I even watched it with the subtitles on. What does he and say? It's still, yeah. it's just. <laughs> See, what does he say? And never. Oh, let's see if I beat you. Let's see if I beat you. Story. M- Moon child. According to Moonchild. one of your favorite sources, BuzzFeed. Moonchild is, is she a Moonchild? Moonchild. I mean, <laughs> sure. What is that? Do you know they made two more of those? Are you aware yeah, of those? I, I'm aware. I believe I may have watched one, but it, I literally I know nothing about them. Listeners out there, don't. I don't, don't. save yourself. Save yourself the heartache. And pain of I don't the acknowledge multiple. them. All I know uh, is that the wolf. What was the wolf's name? The wolf is the nothing. Is he the nothing? Yes, I he thought is the nothing was the heir. Okay, he was. I mean, yes, he gave me nightmares as a young person. 
Oh yeah, very much so. And and the swamp of sadness. And oh, oh my yeah. gosh, terrifying! Yeah. <laughs> terrifying! It was, it was a damaging but, movie as a young person. <laughs> it really was. And, and I know you talked about Dragonheart, but I want to pick this out. Do you know they made five of those? I knew they went on to there make several like, of them, and I'm like, I don't recognize. Much like the prequels, I don't recognize them. The, the the Star Wars prequels. The Star I Wars assume. prequels, but actually, I went back. I told uh, I said this some time ago. I, I went back, and they're not quite okay. Phantom Menace is still terrible. Jar Jar and poor little Anakin, that young man, he just the, that was <laughs> awful. But Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith are not as terrible as I remember them being. I'm not a big Star Wars guy at all. So I did uh, not okay. like the prequels. I didn't like seven, eight, nine. To me, it's four, five, and six well, are fine. I, well, and they're I, great the way they are. Yeah. I've told Jerry, we've had this discussion about Obi-Wan and Boba Fett. It's like, <sighs> sure, it's more content, but it's like, it's like a pod solo. Nobody asked for it, nobody wants it. Just, just you should have left. But you're it. gonna get it anyway. <laughs> you should have just left it at four, five, and six, and that's it. You're done. Oh well, you know what? Uh, they make money though, unlike the Pod Solo. So that's uh, oh, we do, we do have a Patreon. I was gonna ready, ask. ready. I to was go. gonna pimp it for you. We, it's ready to go. Maybe we'll talk about it on Saturday. But uh, Bubba like did most of it, and of course we, you know, then you get to the whole thing of the tiers. Most other folks, they have tiers and levels, and they're able to do this for this tier. They're able to do that for that tier. We don't have that. We're lucky, as we have shown, just to get together. So basically, it's going to be: if you want to give this much, we thank you. If you want to give this much. We, we thank, thank you. you. <laughs> if you want to give this much, we thank you. Uh, we can do nothing more. Maybe, maybe, depending on some certain specific situation, we might be able to do something, whatever. But that's a big ask. Uh, what I've what I've generally found in Patreons, because I do have a couple that I, I actively support, and I'll obviously actively support you guys, is that I don't necessarily expect anything. I, I like having a little something, something, but mostly I'm just doing it to throw a couple bucks to, oh gosh, content creators. God, there you go. <laughs> that and, I appreciate or, and it, or, and it, uh, and I, it would make a difference because I have spent, we have gotten some money from our sh- uh, shirts from Sir Maple, uh, the shirts and the mugs. And with that money, it's already gone. Like it's, uh, I've spent it on microphones, on cords. This laptop is nearly, it's nearly, it's it's on its last leg. We keep putting faith in it, hoping it does not erase whatever uh, files we have on it at the moment and crash. But uh, it's still kicking. I have to, re- much like we did before this podcast, it just likes to freak out and suddenly decide not to record things and I have to reboot it. Uh, one of these days I'd like to get us a nice laptop, but anyway, we hope to get a Patreon going and, you know, uh, we've always talked about, we, we will sell out as soon as possible. We don't have no problem with that. Uh, and Patreons and people, uh, and we have people ask us, you know, I can only buy so many shirts 
just fire up Patreon. We've done it. We just need to launch it. And uh, Jerry's been too busy. I haven't had a chance. I, I told Jerry, I said, I do the editing. I'm doing all this stuff for the podcast. I'll leave the Patreon to you because I literally don't know anything about it. I'll leave right. that to him. So uh, he's got all the info. We'll fire that off at some point, maybe after our podcast uh, this Saturday, and we'll discuss it. We'll see what happens. But that might be something to look forward to, I hope, uh, for us at least. And, you know, any any little bit would help with uh, just Podbean. You know, Podbean's a, a few hundred dollars every year. and it just, Oh, is it? Yeah, you got to pay for... Uh, your Podbean site, if you get the non-free one that enables you to, and we don't, we have the low-end Podbean as well. Like we can only post to YouTube like once a week. If you do anything else, it won't go on YouTube. It's kind of uh-huh. they got very specific parameters. Uh, but you know, like, like I said, any mixers, cords, wires, microphones, all this stuff, headsets, it's all uh, just been paid for out of pocket. And yeah, but this is a thing. This is a thing. We're the ones that started this podcast, so I've taken that responsibility. Sure. I, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, we've started a podcast. Now I, now you support us. No. If I can't support ourselves, we're not going to do it. But, but. But it helps. It'll help. If you want to reimburse us and we put this up as purely voluntary, that's awesome. We're going to still do it no matter what. But I, I, there's one thing I hate about, I've seen this on YouTube channels or like, they'll make it this dramatic video. We can't go on without your help. Uh, oh, God, well, then, have Sarah McLaughlin playing in the background. <laughs> then maybe you shouldn't have started this. Well, I guess, I guess for you guys, you need to find some form of Enya song that would just oh, perfectly encapsulate. Oh, I've got it ready. I've got it ready. Oh, you don't do it. Jerry <laughs> will, will yell at you so bad. But yeah, um, <laughs> I, I, mean, I truly, I'm, I'm, I'm of that ilk. I, if I'm not going to start something and then expect others to pay for it, like that's, that's just selfish. Uh, we will, we will carry on with or without donations to the Patreon. It's just, if you so wish, it's super awesome and nice of you. And we thank you. That's, that's not- basically all we can give back in response. <laughs> Sure. Not, not the shout out to brothers Murph one more time, but why the heck not? They, they basically don't put anything behind a paywall. And I think that's, what's important about Patreon. So, so, so the tier levels, like some, some people will be like, if you give us five bucks, you'll get this extra special video every month or something. And, and there, I just, I don't really care for that at all. And I don't, participate oh, okay. in any one that that does that so just don't force people to pay for stuff and i think that's a better way to handle it personally okay. i would have just set up a dang uh paypal account and said just shoot us stuff there i said that to jerry i said that to jerry <laughs> but he i don't think that's why it, 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 i left it to jerry that's his side of the business <laughs> well there you go there you go. Well, at least you'll get something, and I, I, but, I, I'm sure folks will support you, and that way you can hopefully upgrade the the piece of junk laptop. Yeah, I Laptops think are reasonable these days. I think. I think Patreon does have. I told, and I, but well, Bubba did a lot of that, the tech work side of it. I said we just need. I would like to have that option, like just a one time donation. 
That's what I would do. I think I think you can do that on Patreon. I'm not positive. Yeah, I think you can. I think they act like again. I don't know. That's that's. Well, I'm sure Bubba. I'm sure Bubba has that. Jerry and Bubba's side of the business. I'm just the editor and all the rest of the stuff. Exactly. But uh, we've got all look. I said we're going to keep this to twenty or thirty minutes. We're at like forty something (laughs) minutes now. Uh, but that's fine. That's good. Uh, yeah. So, so, uh, uh, zoom went blanked out on us at 40 minutes. I, I did not had to pay for zoom. I thought one-on-one, I thought one-on-one zoom was free. Nope. <sighs> Freaking zoom. You know what? I'm going to <laughs> Skype from here on out. Skype is where I'm going. Is well, Skype free? Yes. That's what okay. me and Dan and, uh, uh, we were using that for well-rounded gamers. Uh, Dan likes Skype and, and it's, I just use zoom because I'm familiar with it at this point, but if Skype is free, I'm going to Skype, baby. <laughs> I ain't got no, I can't, I've, I've got enough money dedicated to other areas. I can't dedicate any money to zoom. Unless we fight, that may be a Patreon level. Zoom, <laughs> zoom plus for <laughs> pay Patreon for zoom account. <laughs> pay for a zoom account. Uh, just kidding. That will never happen. All right. Well, Brandon, thank you so much for coming on and chit chatting with us. And, oh, see, we didn't even get to your, okay. I want to answer the, I wanna, the burning questions. I want to answer this just for Jessica Correa, because she said it would make me a better person as a podcaster. How did I okay. meet my wife? That was her question. There were several others, but we don't have time for that. Um, I had a friend. Actually, I was going to, I was going to, I was going to say, well, I was a big toe model because sometimes you have those need some big toes on some certain magazines and she was the waxer of the hair on my big toe. But then I ran into a coffee table and was no longer able to model my big toe. (laughs) But that's not the truth. The truth of the matter is I had a friend that moved to the, actually my best friend growing up, he was in my wedding. Well, I'm, I'm jumping the gun because the wedding is to my wife. My best friend growing up, his older brother moved to the city my future wife, Gina, would come uh, was in. His wife and my wife somehow met. They became friends, and they lived on a golf course because my friend's dad was the groundskeeper for the golf course. No one wants, no one wants to hear this, Jessica. That's what I'm saying. No <laughs> one cares. I think we do. It, it, it gets us closer to you. <laughs> so... My friend's older brother, who was also friends with, but not quite, but, you know. So my best friend's older brother moved to the, a nearby town where his dad was the groundskeeper. As a groundskeeper, they offered him the house there on the golf grounds. Sure. But he didn't stay there. He's already got a house. So he offered it to his oldest son, which is also my buddy. So then they move into this house next town away. They're like, hey, come visit us. So I go to visit. I'm there. My future wife is there with her present boyfriend. Oh, da, da, da. <laughs> and he it's looks like, like a, a soap opera music. Right? He looks like a real jerk. I can just tell you. He really thought he was something with his buff bod, his muscles. I could see why she was dating him, but he had no personality. So, but anyway, yeah, she was actually dating another uh, young man. At the time. We were very young at the time. So, uh, but then I was like, oh, she's highly attractive, but oh, she's got a boyfriend. Okay. So she's off the market. So let me look at her cousin, her cousins over there. I'm like, oh yeah, she's highly attractive as well. But you know what? She talks about, you know, uh, she's just kind of, I, I wasn't interested in her. 
Okay, I'll tell you why I wasn't interested in her. Because she farted in front of me. Like, she immediately farted in front of me. And I'm like, you know, okay. As, as husband and wife. Natural bodily thing as, as, as husband and wife. Okay, you gradually might get to that point. But when you're looking at a girl you find attractive and she, it's just kind of, I was like, oh, okay. She's interesting. So I wasn't interested in her. We were buddies. I liked her. She was funny. But then, like, within weeks, uh, this jerk of a boyfriend to my future wife broke up with her. So uh, I didn't swoop in. I didn't swoop in. I wasn't the rebound. Don't get me wrong. I wasn't the rebound. Sometime passed. We're still all friends. I'm still friends with the, the guy. She's still friends with his wife. So we're just kind of around each other. Then we go to a roller skate party, a roller skating ring. This is 1997, by the way. And I, I pull some sweet, some sweet crossovers on them skates. You can't resist a sweet crossover. Like my, I was just, That's it. I was skating along. The tunes were playing. Uh, Rex and effects was blasting loudly in the background. All I gotta do is a boom, boom, boom. I mean, she can't, she can't resist my sweet crossovers at that point. So as that's playing in the background and some, no, actually there was a Bon Jovi and always playing oh, one of, of my, one of uh, the greatest Bon Jovi uh, ballads ever always. And she just fell in love with my skating moves. And I would never, I would never in my life with any girls I was interested in, did I make a first move? And therefore I had no girlfriends growing up. <laughs> I never had any girlfriends. Um, but Gina was quite bold and she left a note on my window because I happened to work Ooh. in the town. I had to work in the town because my town was too small. So I worked in Clarksville where she was born and raised and they had this industry and I worked at the plant and she also worked there and lived there. So she left a note on my window saying, Hey, had a good time the other night. So I was like, Oh Yeah. It's on now. And the rest is history. And, and the rest is history. 23.5 years later, wow. we're still together. When was the last time you guys went roller skating? I'm I'm darn curious. Uh actually, thanks to Sharday, Sharday is into roller skating. And she it's very, you know, it's kind of the retro roller skating's real hot on TikTok and Instagram right now. But we went roller skating before the pandemic, like 2019. Okay. And that's awesome. I still got the sweet crossover. I'm just saying. <laughs> I still got it would it. seem like a nice thing to do on like an anniversary or special <laughs> event or something, just to go back and just ask him to put on Rex and Effect. Yes, and- <laughs> yes. Put it on. Boom, 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 and a zoom, zoom. I'm good to go. But I'm, 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 I'm also large, and if I am to fall, it's going to hurt. So I'm very careful. I'm very careful. All right. Well, Zoom is telling us our time is almost up. So that's a good time to stop this podcast. That is. That is. Uh, Brandon, thank you for so much for coming on. Enjoyed thank you, it Gabby. Much. This has been a lot of fun. I've really enjoyed uh, the chit-chat been, with you. I'm glad uh, you've uh, provided me some uh, content. That's all. Content. It doesn't matter what it is. It's just content. Does this make me a content creator? You are, a con- oh, no. you are now. No. <laughs> you are. <gasps> You are slinging some tent. That's what it is. That's, right. Oh, that's what they say in the biz. <laughs> that's what okay. they say in the biz. 
Well, thanks for listening to this episode of the Board Game Snobs. That's uh, Brandon Haynes there. Waving. That doesn't work on the it podcast. It doesn't work on the podcast. I'll try. You can hear me wave. You can, I can hear the wave. I'm Gobby. Uh, thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Thank you for tolerating this episode of the Board Game Snobs. Stay classy. Thank you.